Hello and welcome to UNI Game Society Radio on Tune FM 106.9. I'm your host, Chris. I'm Blake. I'm Kate. And David. <laughs> and uh, so exams are upon us, but that doesn't mean that we can't have some fun and talk to you guys on the radio. So Ooh. here we are to bring you some uh, gaming news. And uh, I'm going to pretty much immediately pass this over to two other people in, or three other people in the studio because I don't know much on the topic. Genshin <laughs> Impact. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so... Uh, there's an update on June 9. It says it gives players a boat and an island paradise to explore. That It's it's looking to be so cool, honestly. It's their summer update. Oh. Um, oh, that explains the summer fan art. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Funnily enough, a lot of that isn't fan art. There's actually two summer outfits coming for Jean and Barbara. Ah, oh. oh, man. Jean and Barbara? Mm. <laughs> Damn I mean, it. At least you have one of them. You can dress up your absolutely brilliant jean. Yeah. Well, out of legal matters, I can't like the other one. <laughs> I'm pretty I mean, sure. I, what? Well, <laughs> Barbara is very young. Oh, okay, right. We don't know how old they are. We don't know how old any of them are. Yes. The only ones we can, like, statistically prove our children are the ones that are notably shorter than the rest. Yes. So, Klee, Chi-Chi, and Diona... Yes. What about Paimon? Uh, Paimon is the emergency food supply. We don't talk about her. <laughs> yeah, we just eat Paimon. What do you mean? Mm. I, I, will ha- I will happily make jokes about Paimon because <laughs> she is one of the only characters in the game that I've actually met. You've met <laughs> the traveler you selected to play as. I think you picked Lumine. Mm-hmm. I picked the girl. Uh, and by this point, you've, I think you've only properly met Venti, Stormterra, and Paimon. And Amber. You- and ambient. Does that mean you didn't even make it to the city? No, no, I made it to the city. So you probably met Kaya as well. See what happened. Oh, yes, I have met Kaya. Uh, I meet Jean like a couple minutes later and I think you might have stopped by then. I was, I, you know how you're supposed to walk on the path to go to town and events happen as you walk on the path? Yes. I decided that I did not care about the path, decided to go cross-country, walked around the side of Mondstadt, climbed up the wall, and began parkouring across buildings. What if you were getting lost in these open-world It was entirely on purpose. (laughs) I wanted to see if they would let me into the city or if some rubbish reason would stop me. And no, they let me into the city. I Mm. ran around places I was not supposed to go to. It was great. Yeah, so she didn't even meet Kaya yet. She hasn't made it to the on rails section. She hasn't no. met the best character with the English dub. No, Lissa. I had wings. I had wings at some point. So I've oh, gotten so to the point where you have wings. And okay. I fought the dragon in the sky. Yep, so she's met Kaya, but not Jean and Lisa. She should meet Lisa. <laughs> I was I just mean, having a great time flying around with the wings last time I played. Vera, let's get back onto the update. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so... They're adding in a new section in Leoa, I think. Like, I think it's classed as part of Leoa, like how Dragonspine ah, is classed yes. as part of Monster. Yes. And it's a archipelago of different islands, and you get a boat with a gun on it. And I think Guns. the gun Excuse was me. designed by one Klee. Oh, heck yeah, man. I think man. you fire Bumpty Dumpty's out of it. Heck yeah, Klee r- destroying all of Leo A as well. <laughs> yes. It's great. Klee, the girl who got her vision for rearranging a mountainside. Is Klee the one who summons the explosive rabbit? Uh, n- I think Are they rabbits? I think they're rabbits. No, the large rabbit that dances oh, and then that's explodes. Amber. That's Amber. Oh, that's okay. Amber's banner money. Mm. 
Uh, Klee is a Catalyst user. Pyro, I think she's like 10. Ah. She's like 8 or 10 years old and got her vision, her little magical focus, for rearranging a mountainside with explosives. Mm. She loves making those. Powerful. Mm. Uh, so I know that it's got a new world boss in it. So similar to the ones, like, similar to the hypostases and the Registvines, unlike, so the permanent ones, not like the Storm Terror Domain, the Golden House Challenge, wow. or the Wolf, or I don't know if you've done this mission yet, but the Ajdahad fight. Uh, is that the, is that the new... That's the Zhongli one, right? Yeah, the Zhongli one, yeah. Yeah, I have not. I've been slack with my stories. I just haven't had mm. motivation to play, if I'm honest. Mm. I'm, yeah. I'm still kept up, more or less, but, you know. That's fair. What's um, your favorite part of the game? What do you enjoy doing? Well, climbing with Lisa. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, don't cancel me. Uh, <laughs> please. Uh, uh, let's see. My favorite part? Honestly, probably the alts. They're pretty fun, not going to mm. lie. Mm. Cool. Blasting things with my now C5 um, D-Luke. Giant mm. firebird. Very good. Yeah. <laughs> Having a five-star that's not Gene. Couldn't be me. <laughs> <laughs> Again, this is my C5. What do you want from me? I've pulled less five-stars than you have copies of that D-Luke, and four of them were Gene. Lovely. But no, I've pulled an equal number of five stars to how many Dulux you've pulled. When uh, you have the ultimate gene, does the game's gotcha thing realize and stop trying to give them to you? No. Sort of. Sort of? Sort of, but no. So, uh, when you first pull a character, you are just given the character. You aren't given any of the star glitter or stardust, which are like special mm -hmm. currency mm -hmm. that you can use to buy weapons, ascension material, and with the really good stuff that drops from characters you can actually buy characters. Okay. Only four stars, though, and it's generally just useful if you're ha not having a lot of luck pulling them. Mm. And you, ev for every dupe you get, you get more of those special currencies and also a, uh, a basically a thing you can give to the character. I can't remember what they're called. Constellations? Yeah. Um, for Stella Fortuna. That's what the actual item is called. It's oh. the Stella Fortuna for a character that gives you the next level in their constellation chart. Okay. When you've gotten six of those, it stops giving you the Fortuna and instead just gives you more currency. Okay. So if you get enough, if you just continue getting genes for the foreseeable future, you can, sorry, now I'm just picturing I will Blake use the genes to summon the genes because you can also use the currency you get from getting a five star to buy more summon materials. Yeah. I will use the gene to summon the gene to use the gene to summon the gene. To only get more genes. Uh, yes. I'm, I'm just picturing Just call you. me Target at this point. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, I'm just picturing you standing in front of some sort of, like, drop, drop box of items, and it just keeps dropping out pairs of denim jeans just... That's why you got to stand on... That's why you got to sit on the statue in Mondstadt. That is, mm. that is the rule. Yeah. That's so the rule for pulling. To transition back from my terrible gotcha luck to the update again. <laughs> yes. Yes. So we're getting a new boss that appears to be some sort of puppet. Like, from what we've seen, it has strings leading from it up into the sky. No idea what that means. And it's some sort of knight thing. 
and the drops from that are going to be what we use to awaken the new five star that's coming out in two banners time. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's Ayaka, right? Uh, no. Kazuha. Oh, Kazuha. Oh, the dendro? Uh, Animor. We're never getting dendro. No, we dendro is not we're never getting dendro. Dendro doesn't exist. Uh, mm. The first semi-confirmed Dendra character is Baiju, who runs the place where Oh, right, works. yeah, yeah, the, the pharmacy. Yeah, the guy with the snakes. Yeah. Um, our next new five-star is Kazuha, but before that we have a rerun of the Klee Manor. Oh, yes, I don't have Klee. I Neither hope you get I. her. Um, Thank you. I'm poor, though. I've, I've been avoiding summoning on the current banner, the Eula banner, because my next pity five-star on the time-limited banners is the time-limited character. Because the last character I pulled was Jean. You know, you should, in in my opinion, you should pull um, Eula. Because I'll tell you my experience. And you're probably yeah. going to hate me for this. but um, oh, I w- probably will. Once I, once I reach the pity marker, I, I actually got D-Luke. And then after pulling five more times, I got Eula. Yeah. So that made me... Inc- That's the story of my first two five-stars, actually. I pulled a gene, and I was like, hey, cool, I can finally stop salting at everyone else in my like friend group who plays um, Genshin about not having any five-stars, because I have a gene now. I just did a random summon later that night, and I'm like, oh my god, that's Zhao. Cool. Who is now my main DPS. Mm. I just wish I had the energy to get him to level 80, but... God, it takes so long to do the Primo Geovish app fight. Mm. That's why you need a Zongli. <laughs> or someone with I a... I sh- wonder where I could have gotten that. Oh, that's right. I had lost the will well, to actually, summon after just- pulling up third gene. Well, you just <laughs> need a shield. Someone with a shield. I use my Noel for it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just use Noel. It still takes ages, though. That's the issue. So, we've got Kazuha coming. Mm. Kazuha is classed as a Leoa character, so he's using Leoa specialty items for his ascension. Um, and is also part of the crew of the Crux, ah. which is Beto's pirate ship. Oh, that's a shame. If anything, Beto should be five and a five-star and, you know, the other way around. Yeah. I, I, I'm not going to get into that because we keep getting derailed. No, not at all. Um, and Kazuha is actually biologically from Inazuma. Oh. But is marked as a Leoa character because he's part of the Crux, and we're not getting Leoa yet. Not mm. Leoa um, Inazuma yet. But in that same stream, we got a bunch of stuff about the teapot missions and some updates to the teapot, which such as you can now put characters you own in the teapot yeah. as, like, avatars in teapot. And, um... They generate friendship experience while they're there. Oh. Which gives you lore and, like, voice lines for them. And when you hit uh, friendship 10, you get a nameplate for them. Nameplate? Oh. Basically like a background for your profile. Uh, oh, nice. I nearly forgot about that. It takes so long to get up to 10, man. Yeah. Uh. Um, they're also adding in some changes to, like, crafting systems and stuff so that you can use a few more of them in multiplayer. Because you can't craft, you can't use any crafting methods other than cooking and multiplayer. Yeah. Because they don't, as a method of preventing duplication. Mm. And so they don't have any desync across servers. Mm. Um, Trying to think of some other things. 
they also had Ayaka show up in the stream as like a little chibi character. Yeah, I did see like a f- uh, an official art of that. Yeah, with her and um, the owner and Kiki. Yeah, Chichi. Yeah. Yeah, because it's a Chinese name, you pronounce the Q as a ch sound. Same with Kaching. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I've learned that quite quickly because I was repeatedly pronouncing it wrong, so I got corrected. <laughs> um, so we believe Ayaka will be the next new five-star after Kazuha, meaning... And I'm probably going to be wrong about this estimation again. We should be about two months at most... From Inazuma. Let's hope so. I've sa- I was saying that about two months ago, though. Let's hope so. Because I thought Kazuha right. was going to be our first Inazuma character, but he's technically a Leoa character. Four months. Let's give it that. <laughs> Four months. It, it looks to be almost done, and it's got some really cool architecture and locations already. Mm. One of the images that caught my eye was um, it looked like a volcano that had erupted and obliterated itself and then gotten caught in a massive electrical storm creating floating islands in Mm. a massive cone of electricity. Oh, that sounds really cool. I'll see if I can fish the picture out over the break, but I have a gut feeling we're nearing a music break. Yeah, probably, but I thought um, I'll add in the other Genshin Impact news I did find. Fair enough. Uh, Nendoroid figures. Oh, yes, I did see them. Three characters getting Nendoroid figures. Tell me. The Uh, characters you've got are Aether, Lumine, Lumen, Lumine, Lumine. and Venti. And people are already hoping that we're going to get Chi-Chi and Klee. What? No, I I want D-Luke. I don't know about you guys. (laughs) Oh, God, a D-Luke Nendoroid. I want D-Luke, and I also want... um, hmm. A Ganyu want to be cute. Yes, Ganyu. What's Ganyu? Um, is that Wolf Boy? Girl, goat no, Girl. No, that's Razor. Goat Girl. Goat yeah. Girl. She is Demon Goat Girl. Ah, good no, for she's her. She's not Demon. A demigod Goat Girl. Yeah, Demigod. Still good for her. Sounds powerful. <laughs> mm. I only go to Goat Simulator with this because I don't know anything <laughs> else. How dare you goats? compare Queen Ganyu to Goat Simulator? <laughs> mm. I, I hear Demon Goat and I think Goat Simulator because that's what happens <laughs> in the first Goat Sim mm. map. <laughs> yeah. So, um... Music break, I guess. Music break, indeed. Uh, you've been okay. listening to Uni Game Saturday Radio on Tune FM 106.9. I'm just walking down these city lines. Yeah, I'm just trying to find my way. Time flies like the spark in your eyes when you're taking it day by day.
Hello and welcome to UNI Game Society, back to UNI Game Society Radio on Tuna Firm 106.9. Um, and I suppose I might start off with some news that's come out as of late. I mean, only I in, the, in this room play the game regularly, but two other people have played the game in the past, mm. being Dead by Daylight. So we were told a few weeks ago, uh, it was teased that we would have a killer from Resident Evil uh, coming onto the scene. Mm-hmm. Mm. We now know who that is and how they play, as well as the survivors that come with him. Two survivors. But does their hat get bigger every time you look at them? No, it is not <laughs> Lady Dimitrescu. Oh. How disappointing. Little, Madame Dimitrescu is not the killer. Boo. Because otherwise it would be memed to hell and nobody would be terrified of her. No one's terrified of her anyway. That's the thing, David. It's a horror game. They're supposed to be. And in Dead by Daylight, they're horror killers. I don't know what you're talking about. It's all about perspective. Mm. So who is it? Uh, the character is Nemesis, who is a mutant creature who's been infected with the T-virus. He's, what are they called? They're tyrants? Tyrants, yeah. So he's a tyrant. Tyrants are huge, hulking, superhuman sort of cool. creatures. Isn't uh, Dimitrescu technically a tyrant? She is a vampire. She is quite tall. <laughs> she is a vampire. Ten feet to be exact. Oh, jeez. Oh. Nine foot I six, joking. I think. <laughs> Nine foot six, yeah, so like well, take my height about another fifty percent of it. I yeah. was joking. I just th- I just thought that the jokes about her being tall was mm. because people jokes. expect lady vampires to be short. This is what Nemesis looks like. Okay. I didn't realize she was actually tall. Just showing everybody else in the studio what Nemesis looks like from the oh, Resident okay, Evil. Okay, for a second series. I thought that was Dimitrescu and you were They're definitely Dimitrescu. not. <laughs> <laughs> Madame Dimitrescu is not the you Dead by Daylight killer. There's no uh. way that, that would end any word, anything but poorly. It would just I be just poor. realized a little bit of like a mental um, disconnect that I was like, wouldn't it make more sense to make it Pyramid Head? Then I realized Pyramid Head's not Resident Evil. He's Silent Hill, isn't he? He's it? also already in the game. Seriously? Yeah. Pyramid Head's in game. Nice. Has oh. been since like 2019 or something. Eh, fair enough. Oh, well, we should add Waluigi in then. He's not oh. horror. <laughs> I don't know. He's pretty horrifying to me. Oh. Yeah. So, interesting to note. So, Nemesis's power in game, he has a tentacle that comes out of his left hand that inflicts an infection thing or contamination. It's called in game. The mm-hmm. fan art. Um, it doesn't. It doesn't damage. <laughs> it doesn't damage survivors unless they're already contaminated. Okay. So you hit you hit them once, they're contaminated. Hit them again, then you can injure them, and then mm-hmm. you can nail them after. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. We lose Pat, and we just get another Slanashi. Yeah, we just get another one. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> what what I'm finding, what I want to uh, do with this killer though, is the fact that so Nemesis is known for is Nemesis T type specifically. So it's T virus. T virus in Resident Evil is responsible for. Is it one of the zombie apocalypses? Or <laughs> one of? <laughs> I, I so I I do know a little bit about Resident Evil, not a lot. Uh, I know that there's like two distinct brands of Resident Evil. You've got the first-person horror experience mm-hmm. and the third-person shooter action horror. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, They're all about monstrous creatures, made mm. generally made by the same uh, company, Umbrella Corporation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but they're, like, different sort of brands of horror. You tend to find more of the campy horror in the third-person stuff, mm-hmm. whereas the first-person stuff is more, oh, look, a vampire house. Why is my hand gone again? Again. 
Again? Again. Oh, you uh, you play as the same guy in Resident Evil 7 and 8. Oh, he loses hands to his hand to a bunch of zombie hillbillies in 7. Then loses the same hand to Dimitrescu or something in 8. So, so he, he gets, got it back? He gets half of his hand bitten off by a lichen monster. Okay. Um, however, Dimitrescu does slice off his hand clean at one point. So he just like puts the stump back on and stitches it back on and it works. He stitches it back together using the herb stuff that you find. It's the healing potion of okay. the game. Yep. So puts I'll it give... on the stump and sticks it back together and it works good I'll as give new. That, I'll Magic. give that a pass. I'll give that a <laughs> yeah. pass. But um, there's a few different types of, a few different zombie outbreaks. So I'm, I would safely assume you've heard of Raccoon City at least once. Nope. It's been in a couple of the meme songs I've shown you a couple times. Raccoon City is the setting of Resident Evil 2 and I think maybe 3. Resident Evil 3. Resident from. Evil 3 is where Nemesis comes from. Fair enough. Uh, and that's like the Raccoon City outbreak, which I, I'm not sure if it's T-Virus. It is T-Virus. Because um, Nemesis is T. Yeah. And there's different like zombie virus strains that have slightly different effects. That makes sense. All body horror... All terrifying. But slightly different flavors of body horror. Yeah. And oh, some people can take the virus and, like, retain their appearance to a degree and also maintain their, like, mental faculty. Mm. Rather than being a mindless zombie. One of them being the recurring villain of the game, Albert Wesker. Okay. Um... So he's a zombie, but he's a brainy zombie. He's basically a superhuman. Cool. Because I think a lot of the time the T-virus experiments are based around super soldiers. Mm. Yeah. But Nemesis here, so he was a tyrant who got... He was injected or infected with the Nemesis Alpha Parasites, something designed to increase its intelligence. So not only is he incredibly powerful, incredibly strong... Uh, he's also hyper-intelligent. As I've been told that um, in the game, it takes three shots of an experimental railgun to take him down. Cool. He ignores bullets pretty much, it would seem. So take a chunky zombie, like a big chunky boy, and then make him as smart as like a professor, like a university professor. You know the nice. final boss in Plants vs. Zombies? That's him. Oh. <laughs> That's him. Oh, man, it's been so long since I played Plants vs. Zombies. It's like Dr. Brains or something, isn't it? Uh, uh, Zombos. Yeah, Dr. Zom um, Professor Zombos, I think. Yeah, That's the one. Something like that. Intrinsic naming, I mean, it works. Yeah, yeah on um, brand. Yeah. <laughs> what I want to do with this uh, Nemesis Killer in Dead by Daylight, though, the fact is part of his power, uh, because of him being in the match, there are two zombies on the map. Which walk around and do hit survivors. Oh, they so there's the, more stuff to look out for than just the main guy. Yeah, uh, that means the monsters have a chance to win now. They <laughs> yes. always they have David. It's not hard to win in skill. You you gotta kill all four people, all right? Yes, mm. and that's not hard in some cases. It's quite easy, honestly. The monsters mm. will always have a chance to win when I'm on the field. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, just kill everyone else first and let. Kate run around like, what do I do? What do I do? How do I generate a... <laughs> Meanwhile, the monster's just like sitting back with like a bucket of popcorn. I'll give it 10 more minutes. Give, <laughs> little, give her a little bit. I'm just going to sit back, rest myself a little bit. Yeah. Oh, crap. She got the last generator done. 
Here we go. <laughs> All right. Time to stop opening the gate. Um, but yeah, the two zombies that are on the map, they can they can be killed. Uh, they can also be killed by Nemesis if he so chooses uh, mm. to level up his power. Oh, or he can just okay. kill them because he wants to. Up to him. <laughs> um, they inflict the contamination effect same as he does. And so by that same strain, they can also injure and down people. Oh, that's good. I've seen clips where uh, contaminated survivors have tried to run run away from Nemesis only to round the corner into a zombie to whack him down. It's like, oh. <laughs> ah, you'll never catch me! Oh, oh. <laughs> The zombies move very slowly, but there are add-ons the killer can take to make them faster. There's one of them which... It says it tremendously increases their movement speed after a generator is completed. So watch out for Mark V zombies running around the corner. So what <laughs> like, you're oh saying God. is, if the zombies had big hats, they could move faster. No, David. The zombies will be in eventually. If there is a, if there was a way to mod Dead by Daylight aesthetically, you can bet they would give the tyrant Dimitrescu's hat. That would be amazing. Look, I've seen some people uh, mod the game, although it's, I don't know how they do it. I've seen Prop Hunt modded into Dead by Daylight. <laughs> Prop Hunt. People are hiding as lockers and doll totems. So little. Are they in the locker? No. They I are am the locker. locker. Hello, I am a generator. Hey, I'm a generator. <laughs> I was like, well, this isn't very good to hide us. Um, I remember seeing someone be a stack of tires in that game, and that actually had them go pretty well, honestly. Mm. Why aren't you moving? Oh, I'm too tired. <laughs> ha! The, the only, <laughs> the only thing I've seen with that uh, prop hunt game is because it's still using the normal Dead by Daylight settings. If a survivor stands still for too long, the killer gets uh, like noise notifications to say they are here as well as crows circling the survivor. Mm, yep. Does it be like AFK? Not, in, not here. <laughs> You're AFK, yeah. you're going to pay the price. You have to move around a bit. Hmm. AFK, away from killer. Yeah. But not for long. <laughs> also, also counts for when you're in a locker. So stay in a locker for five minutes. Like, no, nah, no, nah, you can't just stay in here. You've got to play the game. <laughs> mm. this, is, this is, yeah. I didn't know that the um, crow thing also applied when you were in a locker. Yep. I have probably stayed in a locker for five minutes before. <laughs> mm. I'd hope not, <laughs> but you never know. <laughs> well, you'll know when you're playing because then you just have crows circling your locker and it's like, Oh no, I need to move. Yeah, I'll keep that in mind if I ever play no, again. Go away, Bernie, go away. Wait, so, wait, wait. No. Oh no. <laughs> oh no, here comes the killer because they know that I'm here now. Imagine there's only one survivor left and the killer just watched them run down in the basement to try and hide in the locker and just like sits at the top of the stairs like, eh, if they want to win, they got to come out eventually. My, <laughs> the thing is, uh, when it, at the end of... Once uh, one of the exit gates is opened or the hatch has been closed at the end of the game, the end game collapse starts where there's a timer that if the killers do the survivors don't leave, they just get killed. Um, okay. So, yeah, if if you close the hatch and you know that someone's in the basement, you stand at the top of the stairs and be like, tick-tock, <laughs> <laughs> you have to leave because there's no other way out. To quote Perfect Cell from TFS uh, Dragon Ball Z Abridged, if I had a watch, I'd be looking at my wrist really condescendingly right now. <laughs> It's like you got you have to come out at some point. I'm pretty sure some of the killers don't even have wrists. Um, well, I can. Generally, they are humanoid forms. They do have arms mm. and legs and stuff. They do have wrists. Uh, the spirit's body is in pieces, though. Like, but it, it's still a body. 
It's just that like her forearm is separated from her elbow. He's, she's she's like, got a wrist mm. somewhere. It's just there is a wrist. Yeah. Yeah. Um, mm. Yeah, I think most of them do have. Uh, they are full-bodied people. One of them even has a gun. Yes, it's indeed. That's Slinger. I think I've played as the gun. one. Who, no, I've played as the one who has a chainsaw. I think. Oh yeah. yes, Hillbilly. You can't play as one that has a gun. You have to pay for him. Uh, Ew, paying for things. You also <laughs> have to pay for all of the like crossover ones, like Freddy Krueger and the Tyrant. So yeah, any of the killers in Dead by Daylight and Survivors, because most of most killers do come with Survivors. Anything that comes from a movie series or TV series game, mm, whatever. You have to pay a bit. You do have to more. actually pay money for it. Other killers you can earn by playing in-game. You level up enough times, you earn the iridescent shards, and you can uh, buy one of a survivor or a killer. Hmm. So you can earn those. It's just that you have to buy characters like Freddy Krueger and Bubba. Yeah. And, and the ones from Stranger Nemesis. Things who are in it. Demogorgon. Yeah. 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 The Demogorgon. That's as well as the survivors, Steve and Nancy. Yeah. Speaking of the survivors as well, there's two survivors to come with Nemesis. Uh, Leon's got to be one of them, right? Leon is one. Yeah. Can you guess the other? Uh, is it the girl you can play in last, last, last name, Valentine. <sighs> Faye? Wait. It's not Faye, is it? Nope. Uh, Jill. Jill, yes. Yeah, Jill. That's, That's the right. one. Jill Valentine and Leon Redfield. Kennedy. Kennedy. Where did um, Redfield come Chris from? Redfield. No, that's that's Chris Redfield. Other one. He's also, a, still Resident Evil. I'm on point. Yeah, just not. He's in, <laughs> I think he's a character in eight. Like he's a. He's he's in he's in eight. He's towards the start of eight. Hmm. That's I, like Dimitrescu. I think only takes out like the first hour of the game. It is disappointing, really, isn't it? That like, was. <laughs> she's the main selling point, <laughs> but isn't even the main antagonist. I don't know about you guys, but I was more interested in the sisters. I mean, of course you were. <laughs> this is that are made up of bugs, you know, flies. Well, I mean, if we ignore the bugs and the flies for a second. So right? if you ignore the sisters, you're interested in the sisters. Pretty much. Anyways, I I do like uh, Jill and uh, Leon's perks. Both both of them have a way to blind the killer in a perk. Leon can make a flashbang. <laughs> Just oh no, it's the killer! Pocket hand. And uh, Jill can install a trap into a generator, which when the killer... Uh, if the killer damages the generator within the time frame the trap is active, they get stunned and blinded for quite a while, honestly. Mechanical pocket sand! <laughs> Wait, can you take both of those? You could, yeah. All they need to be able to activate them, you need to repair generators for an amount of time based on the level of the perk. Hmm. Which if we... If we play, it'll be max because you play with max level perks. Yeah. Cool. Um, it's just, ah, I see we have a killer. But did you know I have pocket sand? Yeah. Sand. So if you you repair a generator for enough time, it's like one of them is like you repair 50% of a generator or like 70, 60, 50 based on the mm. rank of this perk. And then I think the other one, it's just you repair 66% of a generator, but there's a different thing that gets better. Fair enough. As with the perks, depending on the rarity of them, one of the stats on it will get better. One of the numbers will get better. Nice. Um, so, Leon, after you've unlocked, you've activated this perk, you go hide in a locker for a few seconds. He makes a flashbang. As long as you have an empty hand, so you're not holding a toolbox or a bed kit or anything, 
uh, you come out of locker, you have a flashbang, which you can drop and use to blind the killer and stun zombies. Fair enough. And then um, Jill will install... So when you're working on a gen, if you've worked on a gen for three seconds, you can then install the trap mine. So if you hear the terror radius, you hear the killers coming, you install the, the trap, leave in hopefully the opposite way to the killer, have him damage it and get stunned forever. <laughs> And make your quick escape because the scratch marks will not still be there by the time he's unstunned. <laughs> mm. So I've, I've, re- I've thought of a bit of a question. I don't know if you'll be able to really answer it or like put a p- perspective in on this, Kate. But to you two at least, what fictional character would you like to see as a killer in Dead by Daylight? Hmm. I thought of this by glancing under the computer in front of me and looking at Chris's shirt. Duh. The Nakla V from Ruby. I would love to see, if at all possible, a Dead by Daylight killer based around the Noclavi. Noclavi is a bit big, though. The <laughs> apathy, perhaps. Or if you wanted to be a bit more like this is peak creepy for Ruby, maybe Salem. I can't see hmm. Salem chasing a bunch of people around a, really? around a um, you can't around see a, around like a garbage dump. Hmm. It's just like. Or maybe Tyrion. Look, yes. Tyrion, Tyrion, yes. Tyrion doesn't have standards. Yeah. <laughs> Tyrion does it for fun. He would, his terror radius would just be him laughing. I was actually yeah. going to say that. Instead of like the heartbeat you get as a player when you're in a killer's terror radius, it's just... It's just him going off. Hmm. Um, so, okay then. How would... What would his attacks be like? So um, clearly you have to would make probably, use of that aura break thing. He's probably got like... Um, so because he's got two weapons because he's got his then you have like arm blades or something and then he's got his, his arm blades and his so stinger the arm blades would be be his basic attack the stinger see you could apply the aura break and make it so it exposes so I exposed means they're one hit down yeah I feel hmm. like that would I feel like that would be good sort of just like, but there would need to be a downside for it. Like, it'd take longer to charge. You can only use it every now and then or something. Yeah, like it could that. have a number of charges. You might have to do some certain action to be able to charge it up. Maybe you have mm. to hook someone. And uh, yeah. Maybe in order to make it sort of connected to his tail, you have to hit them with a... Um, like, with the stinger ability in order to poison, in order to poison them. And if you hit them while under a certain number of poison effects... They are treated as exposed. Yeah. Mm. So yeah, it could it could be a poison you apply, and then because they're poisoned, your basic attacks do a different thing, or mm. something. Or it reveals them for a time. Perhaps he knows where they are. Oh, they're just glowing purple, and you can just chase them down. Yes. Yeah. Better mm. tracking. I, I don't even I don't even play this game. Why am I now trying to think of <laughs> what survivors we would put in and what perks we would give them and so well, on? Well, if it if it's Tyrion, would it would it be Crow, or I could see Crow and Robin, perhaps. That would be fun. I would I would play as Robin Hill as a survivor. Crow's special perk is if you like time time something right when attacked by the killer, you just turn and punch him in the face <laughs> and run off. <laughs> Yeah, just have a small chance to stun them when you're running away. With his bad luck, he just makes some of the things he runs past fall behind him without even doing anything. That actually seems really good. It's completely random, though, so it would have to be like... um, Does the the palace just randomly fall over? No, the first first, cupboard or something, 
doesn't do it, but the next one does, and you know, get it's, it. It's a bit mm. randomized. You don't know if it's going to work or not, but if it does, then that's good. Yeah. Mm. I mm. feel like he would have to have some sort of downside when doing generators and stuff. The little, the little <laughs> good stuff window would have to they be skill slightly checks. smaller. The Perhaps. skill check would have to be a little bit more difficult. I mean, technically, like, if he's not being chased by the killer and we go back to the other thing, uh, a thing falls and then, then the killer shows up and then that thing's just gone then. Mm. So that would be... When a thing falls, that makes noise, right? That's it, it does attract... It makes a noise notification for the killer if they're not nearby. Here's an idea. Mm. Um, the perk works the same... Like, has the same chance of causing a pallet to fall automatically based regardless of whether or not you're in terror radius but if it's in terror radius it's once you move past the pallet if you're not in terror radius it has a chance to, ba- to make the pallet fall down in front of you <laughs> not only alerting the killer but making so that you have to either turn around and walk walk the other way to get away or climb over the pallet manually hmm. I just find it interesting it's like he's just going to alert his position to the killer just Randomly, <laughs> like, oh, no. Not even a failed skill check. It's just by just God, bad luck. Bonk. It's just, oh, no. As well as, I mean, I mean, all it does is it saves you from having to pull it down, which I guess if it triggers a few, like, a second or so after you've passed the pallet, it might stun the killer. Because, yeah, if you're running, if you're running, then you want stuff to fall down behind you and not have to worry about doing that manually. Mm. That would be handy. There is a timing risk of when you pull down the pallet that mm. if the killer does a lunge attack, they could hit you before you actually pull down the pallet. Yeah. What if the timing is guaranteed to be good? As a perk for him? Like, mm. wh- like if the thing is falling, if if the good luck thing activates it's quite likely that it is going to hit the killer. Like, the timing yeah. is sort of sorted it's, out for I, I would say, from my time of playing playing the game, if I see the survivor that I'm chasing has walked past the pallet and not waited to drop it on me, I'll be like, okay, I'll keep walking through mm. rather than go around the pallet because I don't need to worry about it. But if it falls on me randomly, not only... Now, will that stun me? I'm, I, myself, am going to be terrified because I just got jump-scared by a pallet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, oh. I'm going to get you, bonk. What the hell? <laughs> I've been jump-scared many, many a times in the game. Sometimes as the killer. <laughs> when people... There's a, there's a perk in the game that if you stand in a locker for three seconds, you rush out of the locker, and, mm. and you rush out of the locker. If the killer's within the range of the doors, they get stunned. <laughs> and so I'm just like minding my own business, walking past some lockers. I'm like not going to bother checking because it's like I don't know anybody's here. And then boom, like, ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm supposed to be scaring you. <laughs> oh, I had a right. way to make That's... the like falling thing a bit more like balanced towards the player mm-hmm. to work in the concept of aura a bit. Just if it triggers, you are given iframes until it's done falling. Oh, perhaps yeah. So mm-hmm. even if they do lunge and destroy it, they can't hit you. Yeah. Okay. There are a few things in game that do allow you to ignore a hit. Mm. So that's fine. Mm. The, the thing the thing with Crow is that there's so many like he has very obvious themes, so there's so many mm. gimmicks. His mm. gimmick translates well to gameplay. Whereas Robin, not so much. Though mm. I suppose you could you could just kind of take that 
seeing the truth angle and play into a more uh, cooperative play style, being able to help other mm. survivors. I mean, you could help <clears throat> perhaps... Surely there are other perks like that. There's help, there's, you could help other survivors find the killer, perhaps reveal their aura every now and then so they can see them, or mm. it just means you can see the outline of yeah. them. Fiona yeah. could actually work better because you could have her perk just you are not weighed down by the items you're carrying because she just puts it in hammer space. You're weighed down by items? Uh, you're not moving any slower for carrying oh, items. Okay. Or, like, if you're holding an item, you can still use perks that require an open hand? Or you could hold more items. Yeah. Hmm. Perhaps, yeah. Is there use a the limit? other hand. Normally, you, your survivor carries one item only. Okay. Or, um, I'm thinking of a couple other possible ones from people that have interacted with Tyrion, because I did just think of another one. Nora. And her perk is you can interact with a com- with a fixed generator for a speed boost. Oh, I like that. That's she just, like, sticks it. She just like pulls the pa- a cable out of it, just jabs it into her forehead, drinks the electricity, and you're like hee hee, new. Yeah, that could be a- another way to grind a speed boost. There's a few of those perks. Mm, speed boost is good. Can run away. Speed boost is fun. I like uh, one of them came out recently. A survivor that's got she gets a speed boost after she stuns the killer with a pallet. So mm-hmm. drop pallet and run. <laughs> so it's like, Just oh, okay, goodbye. Go on. Rapunzel. <laughs> yeah, Please. there's a there's a few different sprint perks uh, to let you just run away at the speed of sound as far as I'm concerned. I remember being a killer in one game where characters had two of those perks, which normally doesn't work. However, one of the perks uh, does work when in tandem with others. So these sprint perks apply a condition called exhausted and some perks can't be used while you're exhausted and you also don't recover from exhausted while you're running mm. so normally they'll apply exhausted as satisfaction for about 40 seconds so it means you have to walk now walk crawl or don't move just don't run um, and then it will come back after a time one of them uh, called adrenaline ignores that so when the last generator has been powered, uh, you recover one health state. So if you were on the on the ground dying, you're now injured. If you're injured, you're not healthy. Not healthy. And you can run at 150% speed for three seconds, and it is, ignores the exhausted effect. Hmm. Just final generator hap gets fixed. Woke. Yeah. New. And it's just like. Oh, I down, I down, down the person. Last gen done. Stands back up and sprints off. Oh, <laughs> oh, Tis I've but got a you flesh n- wound. Like, Aha! I have got you, survivor. Now to go to the. Where are you going? I was like, wait. I just no, <laughs> no wait. <laughs> like it's it's happened to me like only once in that cut ca- in that case. But there was a different game where I think three of the characters had a perk called Sprint Burst, which just means as soon as you start running, you run at 150% speed for three seconds. And so as soon as I hit them once, and then they just yeet off. And I'm like, oh, oh, <laughs> what do I do? I'm pretty sure you just gave many people an idea now. It's not a, it's not a complicated idea. It's just that they originally they don't start running from me. They just walk, and then they apply the speed boost of the perk and the speed boost of getting hit. And by the time I've recovered from wiping my weapon of blood, I look up and I'm like, where in the... what? (laughs) 
Where did you go? It, it sounds like a How uh, did this busy life. No, not a busy life. It sounds like a difficult life being a killer sometimes. Mm. It, it, it can be annoying, but there's, time, there's times when it can just be fun. That's mm. all good. It's a hard not life. <laughs> oh, yes. To, to mm. briefly go back to Genshin Impact for a moment, the other day I found a It's a Hard Knock Life um, oh, no. joke video just to various bad things happening in Genshin. <laughs> people getting hit by bosses, people running out of energy and drowning. and mm. It was great. There's a lot of those ones out there. Lots of them for Marvel as well, which is very fun. Uh, when very the timing sad. is done right, it's just mm. perfect. I suppose I should head off to a music break because I feel like I have rambled about De- Dead by Daylight for a while. No, that's all good. <laughs> what is Dead by Daylight? <laughs> you know full well what it is, Dev. No. All right, we've, you've been listening to Uni Game Society Radio on TuneFM 106.9. We will see you in a few <laughs> minutes. Darkness 
A battle heart, that's how I'm made And I may not heal from all these bruises But I'll be better off this way So it rushes in Like a wall of water Things tend to change When you don't
Hello and welcome back to Uni Game Saturday Radio on TuneFM 106.9. And um, I mean, we've spoken about mods a lot, but why not talk about mods for another segment? <laughs> What's one more segment on mods? I mean, hey, it feels like it's on brand. Mods are often the only thing keeping content alive. That Speaking of true. keeping games alive through modding, Skyrim, as we know, has at least one mod for it. Has at least maybe one mod. Even yeah, maybe even two. Maybe two. Yep. I, I don't know. So, I mean... Well, when mods started in Skyrim, we had Macho Man Randy Savage as a dragon. We had Thomas the Tank Engine as a dragon. Yeah. Uh, that one yellow pony from My Little Pony as a dragon. I couldn't name them. I don't plan to. Surely <laughs> there's more than one yellow pony. 
There's, I, I don't know. That was my sister's territory. That's fair. Okay, I so we have either. we have Apple Jacks, we have Rainbow Dash, we have Rainbow Green Dash Curry, blue, we have right? Blue Attack. We He's have, just naming the. Oh, okay. <laughs> we have uh, Shingle Shangle. We have the Blimble Blamble and the Nindin. You sound those sound like names I give my planets in Stellaris, and I can tell you from my little knowledge that after like Rainbow Dash, none of those were actually from the show. <laughs> I wouldn't have a clue. All right, there's, uh, there's a Skyrim mod that's come out recently. Uh, it's called a randomizer mod. Oh? It turns players into rabbits, monsters, and more, it says. Oh. Can't wait to see Doug Doug kill God using that. So what it does is it, every 150 seconds, uh, it changes the uh, species that the player is. So it means you could turn into a rabbit and die in one hit. Or you could change it to a giant and struggle to get into buildings. All within the span of five minutes. That sounds very exciting. How many different mobs are there in Skyrim? Yes. A lot. Yeah? Not what I was so expecting. You've got, chickens. You've got chickens. You've got dogs. You've got saber cats. Snowy saber cats. Cows. Frostback, frost bite spiders. Other frostbite spiders. Like there's three different forms of... What are the dryad-looking things called? Spriggans. 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 There's like a Spriggan matron, Spriggan mother, wolves. and Spriggans. Wolves. Wolves. Yeah. Wolves. Snowy, snow wolves. Hmm. Bears. Cave bears. Spell oh, yes. bears. I remember the time I was walking cross country and got mauled by a bear. There's like four different kinds of fish. I mean, salmon. They're the only ones. The only ones that are hostile to sort of fish, though. Yeah. But salmon move and do things. Oh. Mud crabs, all different but sizes. But do they have monocles? And do they swear? Yeah, they, they gotta have monocles. Gotta have monocles. If it's not monocles, then I'm not interested. But also, not what I ex- was like. Ex- I wasn't expecting that for randomizer. I don't know why, but I was thinking you would. It would just become Pokemon at that. No. Yeah. No. It's like ah oh, yes, I'm out on like the starting road on the way out of Helgen. The worst thing that can happen to me right now is those three wolves. Why is Zeldoween here? Did, did, did you realize you missed me back there? <laughs> you coming to finish the job? Yeah, it, se- it seems this mod only changes the player. Mm. Although, um, if you would like to mess around with randomizing what creatures you're facing, just go invest your time in getting the Wubberjack and you could do the same thing. Mm. <laughs> Honestly, <Nah. laughs> randomizing randomization in Pokemon games is really fun as well. I've seen some uh, challenge playthroughs, some Nuzlocks where people have had changed types, randomized evolutions, randomized Pokemon showing up. It's just, just find legendaries in the first two minutes. Yeah, or, you know, you have your Bidoof, and then your Bidoof evolves into Rayquaza. Anything can happen. Some it's Some beautiful really ones fun. I've seen, because I've been watching a few of those myself. I remember there was one where someone was looking at his, like, starters. There was two specific starters he got in, like, one set, set of gameplay. The first one was a Lugia, Who? which does not learn an attacking move initially. Oh. <laughs> oh. And the next one was, I think, Registeel or Regice. Very they good. They do learn attacking moves at level one. Mm-hmm. It's Explosion. <laughs> oh, no! Oh, well, that's not very helpful. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've also seen him hatch a random egg he got from the Hot Springs in Hoenn mm. as a shiny Rayquaza. Oh, nice. Um, and he also... Ne- He's gone shiny hunting in a randomizer. He does a lot of fun stuff on um, Purple Cliff. Mm-hmm. 
Um, it's good stuff when they get like a good run only to have it completely dumpstered by a single thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember like he's also done ones with randomized abilities. Oh, so we'd have be like interesting. a psychic ghost bee drill with a miracle shield. I'm just realizing how utterly broken that could be. Are there still any Pokemon that don't have any weaknesses, like how Sableye used to? I think Spiritomb still. Mm. Narcus Fairy. Mm. Normal see, there types. Used to be, there used to be Pokemon Normal types that didn't have to fighting. any Even I know that, David. whatsoever. No. And if you were to end up with uh, Wonderguard, Wonderguard on them the as part of a randomizer, they would be functionally immortal to everything except for like, sort of curse? stack damage, weather damage, yeah. I okay, think so you need a normal type, right, with Wonderguard, mm. then you're invincible. Normal type with Fighting Wonderguard, mm, nah. normal. We don't normal have that many. Ghost? No, ghosts have weaknesses. Huh. Is there a normal ghost? There should be. Probably. I yeah. would think that. Yeah, there would have to be a normal ghost mm. somewhere. Well, I guess Google. Let's find yeah, out. There are some types that I don't believe we have a fire electric yet. Do we? Unless the most recent generation has proven fire me wrong. Fire electric, huh? I don't think so. I, I know we've got fire water now with Volcanium. Yeah, I always liked the idea of a fire electric type as a kid, but mm. I don't think there ever was one. Hmm. Mm. I know that... Uh, Poison, no, um, Electric Ghost is a particularly rare combination. I'm pretty sure Mm. that... uh, um, I can't see the... No, no, Electric Ghost. I'm pretty sure Rotom is the only Electric Ghost that we've got. I can't seem to find anything that's a normal ghost. There's Mm. just Reddit posts being like, how would you feel if there was a normal ghost? (laughs) I'm assuming that means there isn't one then. I suppose. How do people feel about normal ghosts? I was like, I don't know. What's a normal ghost? Actually terrifying. One of ghosts' biggest weaknesses is ghost, I think. Oh, yeah, because then it wouldn't... Mm. It'd be immune to one of its major weaknesses. And it would be a normal type that's immune to fighting type moves. So, therefore... It would only be weak to dark. Which is very specific. Dark. Because ghost is weak to dark type. Surely ghost is weak to fairy. Uh, is ghost yeah. weak to anything else? Is ghost weak to fairy? The fairy? The type chart? Let's find the it, type, it type chart. To Wait, was ghost weak to ice? I don't remember. No, dragon's weak to ice. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Wasn't there another type that was weak to ice, though? Rock? I mean, I know grass was, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, and bug, yeah. I think. So are we asking what's dark on ghost? Or? Um, yep. What is ghost weak to? What is ghost weak to? So find ghost weaknesses and see how effectively they are neutralized by um, having normal Okay, end. Ghost is weak to ghost, dark, and... What the hell type is that? Oh, again, up. <laughs> Light? Is Light a type yet? Or no, is this a it's not. Okay, oh, fan you're, fiction. You're on that wiki. So it must just be Ghost then. Let me find this one. Is that better? Yeah, this one does not have light. Uh, ghost resists. So, hmm. Ghost is weak to Ghost and Dark. I believe, is Normal weak to Rock? No, it's no. only no. weak to only Fighting. Yeah, Damn, normal so Normal Ghost is actually like terrifying. That would be terrifying. Yep. Wow. Huh. You wouldn't be able to act on the Normal type uh, thing of fighting. Mm. So I'm thinking it would be some sort of cute light-colored creature, like cream-colored, mm. same way as a Meowth is, you know, 
And it was would... just a cat ghost. Ghost yeah, buddy. Just a cat, just a cat ghost, pretty much, or a bunny ghost, or some ghost sort of... Ghost cat. Yeah, some sort of cute creature with a creepy aesthetic. Actually, Cheshire cat. Ooh. The Cheshire mm. cat. I feel like a Cheshire cat would be more like psychic ghost, because that is weird stuff. Mm. Maybe a ghost cat that evolves into Cheshire cat. Hmm. Yeah, but in doing but in doing so it would lose its whole normality whole normality thing. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, generally when there's a typing that is a particular gimmick like that, they'd want to keep it through the full evolution line. Yeah. Hmm. That's a shame. Oh well, a different sort of Cheshire cat then. Hmm. Hmm. I'm kind of surprised that we haven't got Pokémon themed around that yet. Yeah. I mean, we have a lot of cats, but hmm. hmm. Another cat, cat one. What's one more cat Pokemon to the <laughs> list you have already? Uh, hmm. yeah. Okay, I got this cat Pokemon, Tora Cat. Um, hmm. Basically, yeah, all of the Tora Cats. Meowth. Yeah, we have we have Meowth, Tora Cat. Persian. Yeah, Persian. No, wait, not Persian. Pur- we have Purloin. Yeah, we one. have Purloin. We have. Maybe uh, just go open Pokemon Go because I don't have another way. <laughs> Cheetah. No, you're not allowed. You got a name from the top of your head. David, I have played one Pokemon game ever. Something has just occurred to me. Pat is probably screaming at his radio right now. Just last week he said, Okay, let's not talk about Pokemon anymore. Because it's a content black hole. <laughs> well, but that's okay. Alright, let's, let's dip out of it then. <laughs> let's, let's, let's dip out of it. Let's think of something else. Alright, so if we want to talk about something else, You're like, what else have we got? Modding I wanted to talk about it all with Stellaris. Yeah, go Stellaris, for it. Stellaris, yeah. Uh, actually, a mod that would probably be quite useful to you, Kate, um, a research tier marker basically it's also multiplayer friendly basically um solaris works off of a tier system for each of its individual schools of technology Mm -hmm. in order to unlock technology of tier Mm -hmm. two you need to have um researched six tier one researchers in order Mm -hmm. to unlock tier three you need six tier twos all the way up to i think tier four or five so is this why i haven't got my mega science machine yet because I've been choosing the wrong things to research? Possibly. Also, you... In order to repair your big mega science machine... I need mega structure. Mega engineering. Yeah. Which I think is tier five and requires you to cap out your um, star ports. Okay. okay. So it has, like, prerequisites. I can get citadels. Is that as yeah. high as it goes? Citadels are the top, yeah. Okay, right. So make my citadels, keep researching stuff, and then eventually... Maybe I'll be able to get my mega science machine before the gray, the, the gray, the gray matter, tempest. the nano machines come and eat my planet. Nano machines, son. Yeah. <laughs> Upgrades. Son. Upgrades, people. Upgrades, people. Upgrades. But like, there's another mod that I've actually always wanted to play around with, but I would need to keep turning off when we play together, because Hayden, I'm pretty sure, has like a moral disdain against it at this point. Mm-hmm. The Giga Structures mod. Giga Structures. So you have your structures, right? Mm-hmm. Your ships and your ring and your starports. Then you have mega structures like the Ring World and the Dyson Sphere. Then you have giga structures, things like the Dyson Cannon Array. You take a Dyson Sphere. What's a Dyson Sphere? Take a frig load of solar panels. Uh-huh. Make a ball. Okay. Put it around a sun. Oh. Uh-huh. Oh, right, yeah, Freeze cool. the rest of the system, but lots of money. Money? Yes, money. Then you take a wormhole generator that can open up a wormhole in any other system in the galaxy. Mm-hmm. 
then you take a giant magnifying glass and point it at the wormhole. And then you shoot the sun at your enemies. Oh, that's awesome. So you basically have all of... So all of your sunlight is focused in your orb. And then you make a tiny hole in your orb and just shine like a tiny little thing of focused sunlight through your wormhole. And it doesn't destroy the sun either. That's really... Well, of course it doesn't. Suns are good like that. I remember Pat also said there's a way to turn your solar system into a planet. Just by smashing everything together? Yeah, like the entire solar system becomes a planet. But what about the sun? It's part of the planet. Makes sense to me. All right, then. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) And there's also, like, Yggdrasil worlds, or Yggdrasil worlds, which are, you make a tree so large that it is basically a Dyson sphere for food. Wow. Because Dyson spheres produce 3,000 energy each. I need one. Yeah, they are good. And then my robots, my my robots will never go hungry again. Exactly. Um, there's also in the base game with mega structures, the matter decompressor. Basically, you take a rock, you put the rock near a black hole, and stretch the rock. You now have more rock. You stretch the rock. Basically. <laughs> That's great. You take bigger things and use the pull of a black hole to make it into smaller things, which gives you more rock. And this is normal rocks, not what you call rocks, which are actually alloys. Okay. It's like, (laughs) Kate needs to build ships. Guys, I need rocks. Do you mean minerals or alloys? I want to build ships. That's alloys, (laughs) Kate. Not rocks. They're rocks when you've processed them. They're processed rocks. That's like calling cheese milk. I mean... <laughs> it's processed milk. Condensed milk. It's a dairy product. Condensed milk is something different again. <laughs> well, you know, Stellaris simplifies things enough. Mm. There are a lot of alloys. Stellaris, one alloy. They probably mm. categorize all dairy products as a singular unit as well. I mean, I make that same joke whenever I trade with you guys. I will give you enough alloys to build an entire fleet. What's your price? One cheeseburger. (laughs) Oh, yeah, because you you like playing playing the Macca's Chains where you go to... That's generally Pat, but I also like playing Megacorps, and I finally know how to properly play Megacorps. Mm. Um, Basically, as a Megacorp, you are just your Amazon. Okay. Oh, look, we've found some lovely aliens. We're going to go onto their home world and build a branch office. And from there, we will start fast food chains and cinema chains and theme park chains. Or if you're Pat and also a horrible person, you play Criminal Legacy Megacorps, where I give you a building. You give me money. But what does the building give me? It gives you crime. It just boosts crime on other people's planets. Why do you... Why would people want a crime boost? Is there any benefit? Well, you don't get a say in the matter. Oh, okay. So you just come over and I'm like, Hi, I'm going to build a thing on your planet that gives you crime and you're going to pay me for it. Exactly, yes. So we're outing Pat as a criminal then. Yes. Mm. He, he likes to play very mean builds. We had to stop an entire multiplayer game because... And I've told... I think I've probably told everyone in this room this story except you, David. We were doing a 40K-themed game, a Warhammer 40K-themed game, 
I was playing as the Tau. Hayden was playing as the Imperium of Man. Pat was playing as the Dark Eldar, who have a habit of breaking into other people's planets and just stealing their people. Hayden and Pat went to war. Hayden was getting too strong, so I went to war with Hayden. Hayden and Pat look at each other, nod, declare peace. Pat declares war on me. They both attack me. I lose the war to both of them. And Pat proceeds to completely destroy my ability to produce anything. Oh, no. And what, what did he do? Uh, he was playing a barbaric despoiler empire and went for um, a despoiling war. Meaning he walks in, steals all my stuff, and when he wins says, You give me your stuff. What if I don't want you? You give me your stuff. And so we stopped because I couldn't do anything. Oh, no. It was mm. very rude of him. I'm very glad that the current games we play are just kind of teach Kate and Rob how to play games because <laughs> no, I, nobody can harm guys, you. <laughs> if you guys ganged up on me, I would be so dead instantly. We wouldn't even need to gang up on you. I could probably just be like, declare war on the the hive. Yes. Very creative naming scheme. <laughs> Look, I have a planet called I'm bad at this. <laughs> it's like, ah, uh, yes, I am untouchable. The Fluffy Friendship Club has declared war on the Hive. Oh, no. I, I have ships. They're just My ships, ships, I think, are... Bit, and I think we're actually equal in terms of ships. Oh, yeah, because all of our ships died to the nanomachine swarm. <laughs> yes. We did, we did our best, though. I think we we're did our out best. of time, probably. That's yeah, I was okay. going to say, I'd start to wrap it up. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. So, uh, unfortunately, with the exams here, we will not have our regular games night on tomorrow night or the week after all the week after that just for two weeks of exams no. however good news if you are still in armadale over the mid trimester uh, in the break between trimesters i should say um we will be running our tuesday sessions tuesday games nights for that time and so also if you can't wait to have your fill of nerdy goodness don't forget to go and say hi to our friends over at blackheart games over in the mall, they have board games, Warhammer, MTG, and if you want, you can sit and play some of the games they have in stock in the background. You better hurry. They're planning to move. Uh, mm. Are they? Are they? Yeah, they're planning to move, actually. Not Where well. are they going? Uh, actually, tr- moving... Okay, so... Not closer to us, but further away. Yeah, they're planning to move further away. That doesn't narrow it down. That <laughs> really doesn't narrow it down. Well, okay. We okay, okay, so, like... If you stand in the store and you're facing outside, right? Yeah. Well, they're going to b- move right. Does that help you? Further into the mall. Okay. Sure. Yeah. But sure. still in Armadale. Oh, still of course there'll the still area. be Armadale. Cool. Okay. cool. Just, they're just moving. You, you scared me a moment, man. <laughs> you just walk there and one day it's like the entire building's gone. Just like... It grew oh. legs and it danced away. It just walked mm. off. Like, oh, that sucks. But, yeah, you can head, head into Blackout in town. They've got everything Blake's mentioned. Uh, they're, I don't know what time, what time are they open to tonight? Uh, they're not late. open today. They're not open today? <laughs> not open oh, today. Oh, wait, no, hold on. Hold on. It's Monday. No, they're not. No, no. no? no okay. Not Mondays. Not Mondays, but Tuesdays. Check the then. Facebook page for opening hours because we're unreliable. Yep. <laughs> no, 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 no. They're open from four to late tomorrow. Okay. But there when you go. is late, David? Late, all right. Like, like 11 o'clock. <laughs> If you need specifics, check the Facebook page. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So or just be good. Guess, uh, I think radio should still be happening next week, so 
tune in to next Monday. We should be back. But there will just not be any games nights happening for the next two weeks. But in any case, this has been the UNI Game Society Radio on TuneFM 106.9. And I bid you good night. Good night. Like and subscribe. Nope. <laughs>